You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Welcome to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. I'm Randy. I totally didn't almost flub that. I'm Randy. I'm Melanie. And I'm Jesse. Tonight, we're flubbing intros and talking Doctor Who, and that's what's on the agenda. I'm just going to get right to it. But first, how are you two? All right. Good. Yeah. I know we will not have a Paul in the audience tonight. He said he's uh, uh, he's preparing for his big 13 days of Christmas podcast episodes he does. That's appalling. I, I distinctly remember him cranking out like 13 episodes for December last year and saying he'd never do it again. But uh, I guess he's going to do it again. Mm-hmm. I think I think he likes torturing himself sometimes. Yeah, probably. I mean, he sends you the Snyder Watch stuff, so he's got it's you. Tr- <laughs> it's That's true. Is that, is that ma- masochism? Is that what that is? Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we, so we're, we're streaming now, uh, we, you know, we're, we're going on at the normal time as we usually do, Mm -hmm. but we did just kind of talk for like 10 minutes about Dr. Who and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even streaming yet. We got to stop it. It's like a warm up stretch. It's like limbering up. It's a good point. Mm -hmm. It's a good point. Yeah. I'm much more mellower tonight than I have been the last couple of weeks. As Savannah commented before that, you know, I turned up to 11. <laughs> I got up a little earlier than I had uh, anticipated. So you're going to get mellow, Randy. Mellow, Randy. Yeah. Cool. Um, Nights, Randy. <laughs> but first, did I already ask you how you guys have been doing? Yes, yeah. you did. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Flubbing intros. Uh, that reminds me, I know this has nothing to do with any of our things, but this morning I, I give my sister a ride to work in the mornings and she called me and said she was ready. And I got, I got all the way to the interstate before I realized I didn't have her in the car and had to go back and get her. Oh my. <laughs> you were, you were, oh, you were taking her to, you, you were taking her to work and you Kevin McAllistered her. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's been that kind of a day. Wow. What a timely <laughs> seasonal reference. Right? I, it's mm-hmm. in the air. It's in the air. Yeah. Yep. Macaulay Colgan. Macaulay McColgan. <laughs> uh, well, before we get to the Doctor Who talk, uh, there's a couple things, you know, we always do. We, 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 things we've been watching. And there's one specifically I wanted to mention that uh, I forgot to mention last week. And that was, and I know I've mentioned it on the show before, but Melanie and I finished the first season, or the only season so far, of Chucky. And I wanted to mention it because I thought it was great. I thought it was, in my opinion, far better than most any of the movies. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah? Yeah. I... Their plans... Toward the end of the of the uh, season, I'm uh, still not entirely. They seem a little wonky, but I can overlook right. it all because it's still fun. And yeah, yeah. 
it's got i'd say it's got hands down like the coolest moments mm-hmm. the second half of the season particularly particularly every almost every episode had at least one moment that was just awesome and fun and demented mm-hmm. and i was like that's outdoes almost anything that's ever been in any of the movies mm-hmm. uh, at one point at one point okay for example there's just the earlier in the season there's a moment where chucky's attacking somebody the whole room's on fire and he's just chucky laughing and it's just awesome and it's well shot and that's another thing it's extremely well shot which Mm -hmm. is i know tv shows look good now in Mm -hmm. modern day but um it's surprising that it there are so many times when i was like wow this is such a good looking well shot show Mm -hmm. i think it looks better than uh, some of the older movies anyway um mm. but there's just cool moments <laughs> at one point chucky is getting his this is not really a spoiler if you kind of know the deal with chucky these days he's getting his head sawed off right with like a, a saw yeah and it's just even though it's a doll right it, it's the most demented kind of twisted thing going on and it just goes like right into psychodrama where it's just screaming and there's blood spurting out of the doll's neck and it's amazing uh, my my favorite part and i'm then this is not spoilers either in my opinion sorry oh but that's not at at one point th- th- that chucky, means it's a spoiler chucky kills some some per, a person but not himself he he i mean no actually more himself than ever before because someone oh. else is wielding him as a weapon and be- beating somebody with him yeah I'm like, we gotta wow. go how great is that we gotta go yeah we won't say the characters that are doing it but we will spoil that someone get someone gets beat to death with chucky and it's amazing <laughs> like somebody takes chucky as he's chuck you know as he you know not just a chucky doll but chucky himself and is beating another person to death with him i was like that's the best kill in the <laughs> Chucky franchise. Yeah, that's gonna be like another level of uh, I don't know what it the like ooh that serial killers get uh, to to be the weapon itself. I would imagine. <laughs> right. Well, Chucky's kind of like a slasher thing, like a slasher. I know it's a supernatural slasher, but I mm-hmm. would group him into slasher territory. Mm-hmm. And so, like the kills, kill counts. The se- the season even ends with Chucky doing a kill count himself of the show. Capping <laughs> the kills, um, but that's like a thing, and I the show's definitely got some of the best, the most mm-hmm. choice kills of the franchise. There's one that's horrible, but the way it's done, it's so good. And I'm talking about the car one, Melanie. Okay, mm, the car, and there's <laughs> there's two people involved, and one person's in the car. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think maybe. Okay. Well, it's big spoilers, so I don't want to say uh, who's who it is at all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you watch the show, you'll know what I'm talking about once it happens. But it's amazing. So, so just, is it? Does it have a through line? Like, is it episodic at all, or is it all oh, yeah. anthology? Oh. Or? No, it's, no, it's totally oh, okay. episodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it. I don't know how, how much of a time jump there is, but it definitely picks picks up after the last uh, movie. Which one was that? Cult of Chucky. Cult. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not quite what I expected in that respect because you know the characters that you leave Cult of Chucky with, which is basically um, 
Tiffany and uh, Chucky in Nika's body now. Mm-hmm. They don't even come in really till like ha- three or four halfway through the season. Yeah. yeah. Episodes in, yeah. Uh, so I was a little surprised by that, but it, you know, that's so it's a lot of time introducing the new characters, which are younger, like high school kids. Um, and then, of course, Chucky's there. Sorry, my phone's on. Uh, Chucky's there the whole time. So he's got the best Chucky isms. It's so good. Listen, just watch it. <laughs> And it and it feels uh, it feels like Chucky, even though it's on like USA or whatever. Yeah, and I I don't under, really understand her, the reasoning of her being part of it, it you know, as story wise. But the uh, Nakia chick, I think, helps that along a lot because she does look a lot like her dad and brings him oh. into the whole thing. Yeah the the main the main character lady from the last two movies is played by the daughter of um, Brad Dourif. Oh, and oh, so that's right. I think I knew that. And Chucky ends up possessing her. So she kind of gets to do the Chucky voice, which is weird because it's her dad. But -hmm. also there's a lot of, um, not a lot, but there's flashbacks throughout this season uh, where it'll go to him before he was Chucky. And it's her made up to kind of look like him. And at first it's pretty convincing. And then after a while you're like, okay, well, I mean, that's clearly not his body, but it is a weird thing where at one point I, I had to ask, I asked Melanie, I was like, do you think it's weird for her to be filming uh, sex scenes acting as your dad's character, knowing that they're just going <laughs> to overdub your voice with your dad's voice in these sex scenes? Like, it's such a weird scenario. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, no, she, she's, she's pretty good. She's pretty good mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. We almost don't get enough of her this season but we get lots of chucky yeah oh to answer your question about like it being on usa and stuff like cable just doesn't have limits now right like they can do mm-hmm. anything because there's some hardcore kills mm-hmm. and language isn't an issue um and like i said it's as long as you're not nikki it's all okay it seems like i think the benefit maybe the change over to a tv show from the movies a benefit is it doesn't feel the need to be a horror movie. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like it's sure. got the horror movie tropes or like the horror movie, you know, it's a Chucky thing. There's slashers, there's uh kills, suspense, stuff like that, but it doesn't feel the need to like draw out long scenes of suspense because that's what a horror movie does. Cause I kind of feel like Chucky has always worked best. I mean that, you know, uh, well, curse of Chucky aside always works best when it was like, you know what, let's just get rid of that. And just indulge in Chuckiness with like a uh, Bride of Chucky and stuff like that. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so it being a show, I think kind of works to the benefit where it doesn't have to get like, it's, it's all about characters. It's like spending time with characters. Not that there's a ton of character growth, but um, it's enough of a TV show with a ensemble cast that it bounces around and moves around at a, pr- moves through at a pretty good pace, but it's still like the attitude is perfect. The attitude mm-hmm. is perfect, so it retains that kind of chuckiness through the attitude, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's some cheese, of course, here and there. There's got to be. You'd be disappointed if there wasn't. Yeah. I mean, there's. It's. It's good. So much less cheese than Cult of Chucky, the movie, right? <laughs> like Cult of Chucky yeah, yeah. still had that like so B grade kind of feel to the writing, 
And I don't feel like the show has that, which is a good thing. Mm. Do we watch anything else? Uh, South Park, South Park post COVID special on Paramount plus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I don't have a lot. It's South Park. It's, yeah. it's South Park in the future. So the, you know, it's interesting in that, like the kids are all grown up and that's who we were following is this version of the future. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, if you like South Park, it's good. It does what South Park always does. It's very good at uh, commentary. And right. if you've watched any of their COVID specials, like, yeah, I think I watched the, I don't know what it was, the lockdown. No, it was, the, it was the one where the um, vaccine was just coming out. And so right. like the old people were all like doing, they're just going crazy yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, I need that. I need the shot. Right. Yeah. They're interesting in that they, they play both sides, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they play both do. sides. And I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but you know, whatever. It's South Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a two-parter, though. In case people right. didn't know. Right, it is. I don't know why they call it a movie. It's only an hour long. It should just be like a special. You know what I mean? But yeah, whatever. So this was we did a we did a story on like their deal with Paramount Plus when when it was in the news, where they not only inked a deal with Comedy Central but continue the show for however long. Um, but they'd also like done a deal with Paramount to do like four movies or something. Mm. But, oh, right. Yeah. We did talk about that. I'm going to guess this is one of those. And yeah. It's an hour like, long. So. so then is South Park still on HBO max at all? Interestingly, it's, it is on HBO max. And I think anything that's considered the TV show or specials for comedy central or whatever, go to HBO max. But these specials are Paramount plus. Oh, Wow. <laughs> so so you gotta have HBO Max if you want to watch the first two or first one or two COVID specials but then to watch the most recent one you gotta go over to Paramount Plus because oh God. it's like having a Hulk in your Avengers movie they just figured out how to take <laughs> they're like they just figured out how to do streaming services so that it's just cable again yeah right like that's why that's why they're like oh yeah CBS All Access and Paramount Plus and Disney Plus are like yo it's our own streaming services we're all fighting we're competing. No, they're just trying to, they're going to, they know. Are we? One million dollars. No, just look at Hulu and you know. Hulu's the worst example of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, because you got paid just to not have commercials. You well, have no, to pay for not, not commercials. But I mean, you, you have to, you can have Hulu, but if you want to access whatever, you have to have Hulu and pay for, you know, oh. Such and such, Amazon great. too. You know, Amazon oh, is like, yep. here you yep. can have a channel with your Prime. Is your Prime plus a channel? Ugh. Amazon and Hulu, yeah, they annoy me the most because when I'm trying to find a show in, or a movie, and it's usually like something for this when we were doing Monster of the Week or something. Yeah, I'm like, where is it streaming? And if it says Hulu or Amazon, most of the time it's like, well, no, it's not that they're lying. Right. It's yeah. it's in a premium package type deal with one of those places. It's like. Mm-hmm. Amazon plus stars or something. Right. I wonder if we have a Savannah tonight. Usually she chimes in on the chat, but hi Savannah if if so. Yeah. Oh, she might be taking her kid to get tested for COVID or something. Oh. Or not co- not tested, I meant uh vaccinated. Because now oh. kids they yeah. so yeah. Right, right. 
Uh, Jesse, do you watch anything interesting? Uh, speaking of uh, streaming services, uh, I did watch 8-Bit Christmas with Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, that's the Christmas special about uh, trying to find a Nintendo in the 80s. Okay. We'll call it the late 80s. So is it a the trailer right there. Is it as good as Jingle All the Way? That sounds like a Jingle All the Way to me. <laughs> It's it's maybe on par with it. You know, it's one of those oh. things. Is it, well, okay, maybe a little better than Jingle All the Way, but okay. not much, not much. Um, it's it's your standard Christmas special kind of thing. Like, the only reason you watch this movie is because you're kind of sort of got the itch for Christmas. So you're like, all right, I'll give this thing a chance. It's no, it's no Christmas story. But uh, also, I remember being that age, and I remember how hard it was to get a Nintendo, and I remember like pining for that Nintendo the way you know you might pine for a Red Ryder BB gun. So you like you know that this Christmas special is so trying to ride the coattails of something like Christmas story. Yeah. But, right. But right. like I actually buy into it because it's like this was for my generation. <laughs> no, well that's exactly that's what I was thinking because you mentioned like if it was just like a jingle all the way where it's just somebody trying to get a the hot toy. Right. Like, well, that's not interesting. Talking about a Nintendo, right? Uh, or, or the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Man, I wanted now a you Nintendo. My interest. I wanted a what? Nintendo so bad, and my mom got me one when PlayStation came out. <laughs> oh, 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 oh yeah, that's so late. That's like salting the wound right there. I man. know, I know. Like, oh my god, this wound's been <laughs> abscessing and festering <laughs> for a, a decade. Thanks, mom. Here, it's here's, a Nintendo. Here's a little table salt for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least it came with it came with two guns. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't even know that there was a, gu- a game that supported two guns. Pow, pow. You, duck hunt. You could use it in duck hunt. Oh, that's right. Two player or action action movie style. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> uh, but that that it's so formulated. Nintendo, you know, that that for a certain age and then also casting Neil Patrick Harris like it's so formulated for 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 sure the generation. Yeah. And they even did the whole thing about the power glove and whatnot. Like there's the one. I mean, like the one the one rich kid that uh, that had a Nintendo and he would like have almost like a lottery every Saturday. Like the first 10 kids that show up get to play nintendo in my house and so he's just a jerk about it and of course he has the power glove he's trying to play and uh, with the power glove and it just is awful so like he loses and then he throws a temper tantrum but uh and breaks the tv and whatnot and then and then it becomes this whole thing where the rich kid's family is now on a crusade against video games and so they're like like uh, protesting video games and whatnot. Oh my god! Uh, it's just a whole thing, and it was like, oh man, they just wrapped everything '80s up into a with a, with a bow on top, and said Christmas movie, mm-hmm. like Satanic Panic. Let's let's go. Really? <laughs> right. it pretty much everything was corrupting the youth in the '80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Except Reagan, somehow I don't know how. So is it worth watching? It was fun. It was okay, fun. Okay. You know, like I enjoyed it. Uh, I don't think it's a great movie. You know, I can't like decide it is. if it sounds good or if it sounds horrible. Like it sounds a little bit of both. Hey, oh, we got a Twitch. Uh, we got a Twitch Savannah. Tonight. Twitch Savannah. Hey. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, Savannah. I knew you didn't want. 
you didn't want that Facebook streams anymore. So yeah. we're here on Twitch for you. <laughs> yeah. Were you out vaccinating your kid? Because you better have been. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, we're waiting for her replies. That's not good. It's yeah, not good sorry. audio later. No, it's okay. Um, anything else? Uh, I have also. I also caught up to uh, Hawkeye, so I watched the most recent episode. Right. I think I, I think I talked about that a little bit last week. Um, it just continues to be good. The there was only the recap reference to me this week, so I mean, basically, episode three is the best episode, but episode four was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now with a hundred percent less Kiefer, but yeah, it doesn't have still Jay Kiefer in there. Yeah, no, it was pretty good. I mean, like it, it continues to feel like a Netflix show, and I like that about it because right. I miss the Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. They were good. I mean, they weren't always gold. Iron Fist, it was a mixed bag. Right. But man, I really liked the other series and I don't know, the team up show I think was a kind of a disappointment for a lot of people, but I think it was I mean, it was kind of what it was it was okay. <laughs> it actually like helped me uh enjoy that Danny Rand character a little bit more just right. because everybody else just thought he was crazy. I was just like, dude, you have to stop talking about it. <laughs> Quit talking about Kunlun. Yeah. Right. He was not a very bright character. Right. I think that that whole show was rushed. They should have taken more time. Uh, right. Before even introducing it and, and done more like individual crossovers, maybe before they tried to mash them all together. But but maybe they knew they didn't have long or something. I don't know. What's the one I'm forgetting? What? Oh, no. Okay. I remember. There's Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Iron Fist, and Punisher later, but they didn't. Oh, really... and Punisher, yeah. right? He wrapped into Daredevil, but man, I don't think I was digging the Punisher series. I don't think we, I, honestly, I don't think I actually finished it. We didn't. Oh, I have to go back and finish. A lot that of someday. people don't like season two. I thought it was okay. It was interesting enough. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was interesting enough. Mm-hmm. They need to ugly that dude up. That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. ugly him up yeah. enough. He's still, he's supposed oh, yeah. to be hor- horrific now, and yeah. he still looks just as pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But they put him in a hoodie because he has to hide it. He's such a monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. That show is definitely like aiming at a different demographic, almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, they good. they all were supposed to have their own like flavor. You yeah, know, yeah. and so that's how they were supposed to be. And makes sense, yeah. Another reason I think that the Iron Fist thing failed a little bit too, because it didn't have its own thing. It didn't feel like. Um, right. It was. I don't know. I don't know where it was trying to fit in, but it, it didn't. But Jessica Jones was okay too. But uh, Tenet is the greatest, and when he leaves, it makes everything sadder. You're right. Like it did have to like, in terms of villains. You oh, start too high, and then mm-hmm. like it's everything's kind of a disappointment after that. Yeah, I still enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm most upset still about Nuke. Luke. <laughs> Nuke. He didn't say. He didn't, he say, didn't for say the boys. The boys. The boys. The boys. <laughs> that yeah. reference is so old. Savannah's not. Savannah's not even know what we're talking about at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Luke Cage. 
not getting a proper ending because Jessica Jones oh, yeah. got a proper ending ending. Daredevil Daredevil arguably got the only like true like Yeah. They knew. They knew it's coming. Let's mm-hmm. full circle this. Jessica Jones could have continued on, but it also is a fine place to end it. But but Luke Cage was a straight up cliffhanger. Right. And yeah. that sucks. Mm-hmm. With the and, most potential potential for another season too, like a, that was that whole arc was already just like laid out. He's doing the heel turn, man. Yeah, you know, instead of doing the the Iron Fist thing, they should have done a Night Nurse spinoff. Yeah, that would have been, that been that good been too. Yeah, and you could introduce so many characters that you could possibly later, um, you know, have they're in their own series, but. And she was the only through line to all of the series for a while. And then uh-huh. they were just like, okay, we can't keep paying Rosario Dawson. <laughs> She's just too expensive for us. Oh, right. Yeah. She's great though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, once again, this week, I'm not crazy. There's an ant. Um, Savannah says, I'm still catching up on Dr. Who. Um, I was just in the place where they brought the grandma back, but it wasn't really her. Oh, okay. They landed in Norway, and a dad was seeing his dead wife in another dimension. That's the one, weird one with the frog at the end, where the doctor's talking to... Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the other dimension was kind of a being itself, and then chose the mm-hmm. form of a frog to talk to the doctor at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. It's a weird episode. There's some cool ideas in that one. Had some of the better Jodie Whittaker moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mean, like, We'll get into it, but this see this season or series actually had some good acting moments for her, but the writing continued to be what it was. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, I was Savannah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You can finish. I was just gonna say Savannah's saying I'm actually liking her. Okay, and I was gonna say last time we or the last episode we watched, um, she had a a, a pew little tear fall down her cheek and um i was like i think maybe part of the problem is well besides the crap writing when she when she acts the best is it's subtle and it's too subtle to work and who with the way that it's done right now you know right Right. no yeah that's that's a good point and it's interesting because i hadn't thought about it but you're right because she's not she's doing big uh-huh. But I don't feel like that's her strength. Right. right. She is more of a... I mean, I don't know all of her past stuff. I know she, I know she can weep because she's great in Broadchurch. Right. Um, so I assume she's more of a drama, drama actor. But, yeah, they're not going for subtle. And yeah. that's what she's good at. Right. Yeah, none of her lines were written in whispers. They were all written in yells. So, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Savannah said she's liking the doctor. Uh, the writing is garbage. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, I might have to just become a writer so that I can pretend to be British and write for the BBC. You don't even have to write for the BBC anymore. You just get in with Sony. They're big enough that they can hire lots of writers, right? Cause right. they're, they're involved with bad wolf now. Yeah. Oh. Okay. There, I actually read somewhere that there's rumor they're already in pre-production for the next series. Really? Yeah. Why wait? Why wait, man? They're right. not the BBC. They don't have to wait like a they don't year. Have to wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Been, that'll be. 
that's exciting. That'll be interesting. Um, coming off of a year with, you know, we're going into a three special year again. Right. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. After a six episode year with a whole lot of nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. Or a whole lot happening. And none of it was meant anything. Right. Uh, eight episode arc that was condensed into six for COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Are we ready to and talk it really about it shows. then? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, so we've we watched Doctor Who Flux Chapter Six, the final of this event, mm-hmm. which has rippling repercussions, or has none. Nothing matters, right? <laughs> Although, if you think about it, like the state of the universe at the end of this, it's like wrecked. Yeah, the impression was like the the Earth is. Earth is like the one planet that's not totally destroyed because it had the dog shield. Yeah. It had the dog collar on. It did. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> and in which case, this was the point in, in the series where Holly's like, do they remember when this show used to be about how science works? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, that many shield or that, that big shield would have blocked out the sun. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. That's right. No, you, you can't, you can't, there's no logic here. <laughs> no, clearly not. No. no. Uh, the doctor was, was a weeping angel for all of five minutes. So, uh-huh. and then never mentioned again. It was for literally the cliffhanger moment yeah. right. and then undone instantly. The next day it, it was a weeping angel Uber to the division. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait. How did she get from there to there to from there to division? Did did she? Yeah, or the, the weeping yeah, angel. Was, the weeping so, angels did it. Yeah, that was so, how they teleported her or whatever. Yeah, but they were all standing in like a field, right? And then they're on a ship. Weeping angel tech. They just kind of like tardis out, but weeping angel okay. style, right? I believe isn't that how it works? Like they just like. Pew. Yeah, haven't you ever seen a weeping angel just <laughs> teleport around? Uh, yeah. around I, mean, I mean, while we're still figuring out the rules about weeping angels, they can't move while, they change while every time. You or a dog or one of themselves <laughs> are looking at them, but they can teleport. Yeah. Uh huh. They can live in your brain. Mm-hmm. They can hide in your eye. They can hide in your brain. They can, get they can hide eye. in your iPhone. They can be in your video games. They, they, they can, can be draw. on a piece of paper you can you draw can, on. Then you can start on fire. They can reassemble a torn up piece of paper. What was that all about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. God, we didn't even talk about They are that. really good. They're good at this. Yeah. They should have been... They should have been a one-time thing. Yeah. They are too popular to be a one-time thing. But here's the thing. You don't... And this is Moffitt's fault. Don't add them. Don't add. They don't need lore. Don't add more to them. You was, right. it was established in the one episode in Blink. If you're gonna have them come back, same thing. Mm-hmm. Don't. They don't need right. all these extra powers. And every time they get brought back, they're given more powers. It's like it's all nonsensical beyond the original concept. Right. 
Yeah. And that's that's what they were best at. They were kind of like a creepy horror villain that when you didn't understand them, like the more you knew about them, the less scary they were. Uh, Savannah's Savannah's got to work. <laughs> so she's she's bouncing. Yes. Cat she pizza. Said, cat pizza, which I that's the most drawlix thing I've ever heard. It is. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Savannah's cool and she helps support the show. You, too, can support the show like Savannah be a cat dancer and get all the cat pizza at com slash just go to grogspodcast.com no patreon.com slash grogspodcast yeah and you can become one of our premier upper upper tier patrons Mm -hmm. like savannah have a good have a good night savannah good night I almost forgot her shout out. I mean, we were talking directly to her. It doesn't get much more shout out than that. <laughs> that, does that it? really is. That's yeah. the shoutiest of shout outs. You know, those, those occasional like listens in other countries uh, that we get. Right. I wonder what they think. <laughs> the New Zealanders are like, oh, they're really, they're just really nice. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere in some country, there's some guy that's like, oh, Savannah's on again. Yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> Savannah's actually the star. <laughs> like in other countries, they were like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, it's another cat dancing thing. We don't know what that means, but it's great. We love it. <laughs> in Iceland, Savannah. <laughs> They're all about it. Cat dancing is like a Boy Scout patch that they earn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and they're like oh great this is like it's a cat dancing show again let's let's listen to that i don't know whether they're australian that's probably international incident happening right now uh, i know <laughs> i know they're that for new zealand and in australia i always say it weird i know they don't they don't like getting mixed they don't like being mixed up that's a sore spot i think with both of them mm-hmm. that's fair that's fair yeah one of them's got here. Here's I just don't know how to, know. to do a New Zealand accent. This is totally I know Taika Waititi. That's it. <laughs> you just say his name is the accent. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I made rocks. There we go. There you go. <laughs> I think they're. I think their accents are super similar, but the places are very different. Right. One has hobbits, and the other has kangaroos. Did you know? Actually, New Zealand <laughs> is on its own like continental crust thing. Yeah. It's it's doing it for itself. It's a strong independent country. Yep. Yeah. That's right. What are we talking about? Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Who, yes. So what'd you guys think of this episode, by the way? Since we just ranted about two episodes I, back. I think we covered it because it uh it made about as much sense as just talking about the Weeping Angel episode. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, at the beginning of, you know, just a few episodes ago, we're like, it seems like kind of a mess. I don't know. There's a lot happening, but let's wait till it comes together. Well, it came together. Did it? Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. The, the, the problem is, it didn't matter. Like, because yeah. the way it wrapped up was so underwhelming. It, it still didn't mention, there's still no information or conclusion to any of the stuff with, um, was her name Ruth? Ruth, yeah, oh, right, yeah. I'm sure that's still coming because it's the only thing that's really keeping us interested in 13 at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well they, the fob watch they set that all up and then yeah. just l- literally yanked it out from under. Decided us. she's like, no. It's like are, mm-hmm. you were just like 
desperately. <laughs> you were like addicted to it earlier. Eyeballing that thing from across the room uh, while people are threatening your universe. Like you, when when all of her companions were lost in time, and she was literally lost in time, she couldn't be bothered to tear herself away from the this new information. But now she doesn't need it. She has She's learned a lesson, I guess. It, the 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 bling bling creatures. Yeah. It did. So I didn't. Are they? avatars of time or something because no, time is like the guardian or is like a guardian or a construct or something and then just assume whatever they're talking to kind of thing yeah that that's was, why it turned into the doctor okay yeah that was initial confusion i was like wait why does that so who's that guy why does he look like them but then it turned into the doctor and was talking whatever continued talking yeah. i was like mm-hmm. okay so it's just time it can do whatever but that's a weird way to introduce a time entity yeah, but they were like worshiping it like it was their master or something. Also, they were talking about how, yeah, no, they were talking about how they were, I don't know, but that, that it didn't resolve any of that to me. It just made it more confusing, which I think is a lot of this episode really is that way. I, I think, and, and I, and I, uh, yes, I agree. And I think here's, here's why I feel like. They wrote these things and they were like making the show and they're mm-hmm. and they have to see it like a thousand times. And they're like, yeah, it makes sense. Like it all ties together. Look, we just answered that question. Right. And and yet, like, it makes sense, but not as much sense as they think it makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like they know that this means that. And we're like, what does that mean? And they didn't really answer it for us. So, like, like the grand serpent is a, is is like the big question mark for me. Is like, I kind of forgot he was even a thing, but he was like the whole reason that that one guy was even involved. The guy that goes and saves the gal from the passenger, right? But like, he was from his like he's just a part of that guy's backstory essentially, right? Right. Who mm-hmm. then gets entangled in the plot. Right. And so that that guy can get some think, type of revenge. I, like, I think I think just so that Kate Stewart could show up. I think that the whole the, the whole point of the whole thing is it's a small, small universe and you're just run into <laughs> you know, friends and stuff all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when the flux kills everyone but your friends. Yeah. There's definitely like I could see maybe I don't know what it is about it, but like. The doctor meets time as an entity and talks right. to time. And that, I guess, could be an interesting moment. But, like, just the way it's done, it's just like, who cares? It didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Time right. didn't do anything. That It's a literal, like, DSX machina to take care of the swarm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then how the flux is dealt with is an okay idea if this were, like, a single episode plot that it had to wrap up instead of a huge universe ending six part mini series event. It's like, Oh no, we're just going to like TARDIS it away inside of a passenger thing. I'm just going to suck it into this thing and then it's fine. <laughs> right. Right. Really? And, and everything else like, like, man, I don't, I don't even know how to talk about this because like, you can't talk about that without talking about like the, the Santarin 
strategy, which mm-hmm. was to go ahead and let the flux just eat up all sorts of matter. But then this Lupari shield is going to be enough to stop it. But then it's but it's this one thing, this passenger that can suck it up like a vacuum. And that's ah, fine now. Yeah, and by the way, weren't those passengers holding, like, the rest of the universe that didn't die yet in them already? Like- Again, all this stuff, I think, happens off-screen. Like, I think the passengers were basically, like, a refrigerator for the Ravagers, if, if that's what those guys are called, the bling monsters. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm feeling a bit peckish. Passenger, midnight snack. Like, mm-hmm. I think they just devoured those people. Oh, okay. Well, and how was it that... The one lady that mm-hmm. we knew, that we met in the first episode uh, that didn't want to hang out with Dan after all this, which is just like <laughs> right, it's not right. his fault, man. Like right, yeah. You both got abducted on the same I night. I think she just got good at hiding in there. I don't. I, oh, I is that what it is? I didn't like, totally she's... understand that, but she like understood it. Like she understood how to traverse it, and like she knew where the edges were. So I feel like she was just good at hiding when she needed to. Okay, yeah, because it seemed like she was the only one in this vessel that could hold hundreds and thousands yeah. of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that it's okay to use that then to put the flux in because there's no one else in there. It seemed weird that there'd be nobody else in there. Mm-hmm. Right, and if nobody's in there, then what is their matter that is going to slow this thing down and why is the passenger going to contain it? Mm-hmm. Right, what are they going to do with the... Is the passenger not of this dimension? The thing seems the inside of it isn't because apparently it can just create endless, uh, you know, worlds because, you know, there, yeah, it's like Greek temples or something in there um, that they're running around through. It's kind of like there's a your house is on fire, but that's in the other room. So you just close the door and be like. Never gonna have to worry about that again. <laughs> it really was, and it felt like the biggest like throwaway thing. It was just like like uh, the doctor's just like, oh, that could work. <laughs> it is. It's so like just done, and it's like, wait, yeah. that was the huge. That's it. It's it's the whole threat is just resolved. Oh. My my biggest issue. What what about the ood? The sweet innocent ood. They always right. end up with the short end of the stick. He's in in between universes out there on this ship that's shaking apart. And now now what? You just leave him there to, to die or something? Well, I, I don't even know if that thing exists anymore. And didn't uh, Tech Tayun or the doctor's mom just like, she's dead now. Uh-huh. She's dead. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It just happened. It just happened. Like yeah, all, that, all that build up, all that timeless child build up. And, and uh-huh. for a moment there, I just, I just thought, man, maybe this is all a ruse. Maybe it's not really going to be a timeless child thing. And then they were like, nope. It really is. We're just not going to tell you about it. Bob watch out. Yeah. They refer to her as the first time Lord. So yeah. it's made, I noticed made a point to say the first time Lord. And then yeah. and their motivation is just to watch a tape, rewind it and watch it again. They're the worst bad guys ever. The, the be kind rewind bad guys. What was the deal with the female one? <laughs> It, who was like living a human life with some human guy? What I, I was bet, that? They yeah. never addressed that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's got, there had to have been a lot more that they wrote that just oh, got yeah. scrubbed and they just. But even then, two episodes, like two more hours of this, I don't feel like. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like 
eight episodes was ever going to be enough. Yeah. Uh, the ultimate, the whole thing, like uh, all the nitpicking little things aside, the whole thing, there's the major threat of the, the, the swarm, the ravagers, whatever they are, ravagers, whatever they are, the flux and getting more answers about the timeless child. And every one of those things is handled in just like a deus ex machina or just a totally like, just like that. It's like, Oh, nope. Taken care of. Right. With like no fanfare or a total tease like the fob watch. Right. Just and everything else is nothing. just like uh, a distraction. It's just noise. You're yeah. like, oh, we're going to throw Jericho here. We're going to throw the mad mole here. And he's got an underwear underground network. And it's Kate Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I went through a door that had the day that this show is actually coming out. I wonder if it was Kate Stewart because uh, John Perlman fell out of vogue, so to speak. Oh, maybe. Who knows? I wonder if, like, I feel it, she, she did kind of nothing. Feels like, she didn't have to be there. Like, she didn't accomplish anything. She had this big swelling moment of, I'm Kate Stewart. I'm the last human resistance to the Santarn Empire. You're right. She didn't yeah. do anything that last. She just stood there and. Yeah. I will say, okay, I, I, it's not all complaints. I didn't hate most of this episode. It's just right. when it got to the end, it's just like, oh, that that's that's it. Yeah. I liked the doctor being split into three. Yeah, that was all right. It's, yeah. I, I could that adds to the confusion, which is not great. Like when you already have kind of a convoluted, confusing story, maybe throwing weird, loftier ideas with splitting the one character up and having her do mm-hmm. things at the same time. Literally the three doctors. Yeah. <laughs> not a great idea, I guess, but like I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I particularly enjoyed uh that two of the three doctors were doing stuff together. They were running right. around together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like we get multi-doctor stories, but usually not like the same doctor. Right. Yeah. So I, I liked that. Mm-hmm. And you'd expect if you did have them, uh, the same doctor, that it would be the same doctor, but displaced in time, but they weren't like they mm-hmm. were, they were concurrently existing. Right. Yeah. Which was kind of interesting. Yeah. And we've had like, you know, there's two tenants for a little bit, but not, they didn't really right. like run around and do things, mm-hmm. but I don't know. One of them was half hand or something. So that's yeah. Weird. Half human. Half, half, half human, half hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there was there was some. The thing that disappoints me the most about Doctor Who is if they took any of the ideas that they shove into this thing and they did them separately and fleshed them out, it could be a really, really good story. But they waste them on on these you know mix-ups and so that they they're you know they don't go anywhere the interesting idea that could have been never gets explored and then you don't want to do it again because it's been done you know it's it's just i don't know it's disappointing yeah this thing is a prime example of like there's so many like on paper i bet this story sounds amazing right because when you just describe it to somebody like whoa big crazy sci-fi ideas and universe shattering things and all this and time itself and but then yeah. like the execution is just kind of like 
muddy, and then at the end, you're just like, yeah, what was it all for? I think the the best thing from the whole thing is the cute little baby monitor with the with the faces. They should incorporate <laughs> that into the rest of the show somehow. That was also an interesting idea that went nowhere because I was right. like, "Who are they? They're somebody significant. Are they? I guess they're not. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they just went off on their own adventures now. Here's companions with the, do- with the dog guy, right? They're all they're all a yeah. team now. Yeah. And oh, then yeah. the dog guy. The dog guy has been around for dog years that are way longer than the dog years we know. Unless he was time traveling with the doctor before the doctor ever remembered that ever happening. Uh huh. But he can't ever, ever talk about it, or his brain will explode. <laughs> kind of like how I feel when I try to piece this thing back together. Oops, sorry guys. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's okay. So we do discover that he was a companion mm-hmm. of the doctor. A version of the doctor we didn't get it. No, right. Uh, but yeah, he conveniently can never speak of it. Mm-hmm. He can't talk about it, or else the viewers will know anything about it. <laughs> yeah. The and, viewers might care about me as a character and those stories. Aside those from memories, my ridiculous costume, those stories, those memories are in a little watch that the doctor has. Yeah, but she can't open it. Or else the viewers will know. <laughs> I actually really like, I mean, I don't like that. I don't like the, the my brain's going to explode stuff, but uh, I like, I, I don't, you should. The doctor's been around for thousands of years. You should run into people all the time that know the doctor. Right. That used to either used to be companions or at least used to, you know, hang out with him at some point when he stayed on a planet for a while, you know? I, yeah, I do like that aspect of it, even though, like... I would love it if they, like, ran into Charlotte Pollard, you, Charlie. Like, that'd be great. Just right. run into India Fisher somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, and I appreciate it that they're... He seemed sad about about it. And she asked, like, are your companion? And he seemed sad. Like, yeah. I imagine a lot of them do feel later, yeah. you know? Right. Or at least yeah. that's how it, they're usually played. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm glad you mentioned that, Jesse, because that remind, or I think it was Jesse that reminded me when we were watching it, and the dog guy, I can't remember his name, and then the two cool, cool, should be our companion characters went off on that ship, and I was like, <laughs> right, right, like I think I even told me we need that show. Where's that show going? Let's I, let's watch that show instead. I and I don't even like the dog people. <laughs> well, that's it. I think I told Melanie. I was like, Jesse would hate it, but like. I'd rather go with that group. I, I that's think it's a better be idea. It's a better idea. Somehow. This crew sucks with Dan and Yaz and the mm-hmm. doctor. Like, yeah. I would I really, be with the dog and those guys. You think maybe this whole flux thing was just so they could have make a spinoff? And that's why all the convoluted whatever, just so they could, they could do a spinoff of like three different things in this show. Like they could have that's the right. whole Prentice backstory. They could have... Um, Whatever Yaz and Dan and and Jericho are doing, playing uh, Indiana Jones for like right. three years, like mm-hmm. they could do all of that. Uh, meanwhile, you could have whatever the heck uh, Kate Stewart was doing, uh, resisting the Santarans, who apparently love m- uh, mouth snacks wrapped in paper. Yeah. We ha- we talked about that before the show, but we haven't even talked about how the Santarans were. Um, this was maybe their most. Uh, 
This was like the most capable they've ever been, and yet also managed to botch it horribly. Like they somehow managed to like wipe out all of the Cybermen and the Daleks, and yet did nothing. Their plan was so stupid, though, because it was basically <laughs> just like <laughs> we propose a truce or an uneasy alliance. Just come here with the shield. We'll save you. And then they they're like, okay, they all go in there, and they're like, ha, ha and they move the shield back. It's like, wait, that's your whole... They were just going to die out there anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. What, what's the, even the point? Mm-hmm. And then and the Cybermen are like, what is the meaning of this? <laughs> and, the da- and the Daleks are like, it's a trap! <laughs> <laughs> and then they're, the Santarans are super surprised when, whoop, they, the, the dog does it to them. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. that's because it's stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid <laughs> plan. Right. It was dumb for them to do the whole. Oh, we killed off all the dog people except that one too. By the way, so oh, no yeah, more dog yeah. people off screen too. Just right. like oh, that ha- that's the thing that happened. They're dead now. I kind of I don't feel bad because Chimnall had lots of chance to do good stuff and nothing personal to to oh Chibi, but I bet this is the story he had in his mind when he first jumped on. Because mm-hmm. before the be, when it was first announced, he was talking about he, it's going to be different. He wants it to be serialized, episode to episode. It'll be more, more serialized than it's ever been. And clearly, there was something mandates or something. He couldn't do that. Right. And he kind of seems like maybe he set some of that stuff up, like the whole serpent, grand serpent thing, kind of sliding in and nullifying unit. Unit, like they even commented early on in the, uh, this doctor's first season that like Unit was kind of not a thing anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously something he's like, this ties into things he's had planned since the beginning. Uh, so it kind of sucks that when he finally got to it, well, got to compress it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like, you know, like this was the most Doctor Who Doctor Who thing he's done since he took over. Right. I agree. And, and yeah. yet it's still was missing something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like there were, it, aside from the fact that you had a TARDIS, you had a sonic screwdriver, you had the doctor, you had companions. It just, there was just something about it that didn't feel quite, quite doctory enough. I don't know. And from a production standpoint, even outside of some of the effects in the first episode, because that opening bit right. is still God awful. Um, also makes sense why the dog didn't, straight up kill the doctor left the doctor in a in a trap to you know and then left yeah. probably knowing but aside from that whole thing it the, this whole season looked really good like the production was pretty decent they definitely seems like they put a lot into it um so it's just kind of in the f- important writing i guess the filler bits the stuff to take the big ideas and make it a a fulfilling story and then also the pacing and the execution like in that area is where it falls apart because if you take like a lot of the if you took a lot of the story and give it to maybe somebody else maybe they could refine it and i could see it being a solid doctor who story right or seven you know if you split yeah. some of the elements apart but it just kind of i don't know falls flat needed breathing room it needed it needed reminders kind of thing and it was uh, so much stuff happened off screen and i know that that had to be 
part of COVID where it's like, mm -hmm. well, right. we just, we just can't do a scene with all these people. Right. We need to have scenes where we can cut from person to person. Yeah. Yeah. Because the grand serpent, I forgot he, who he was until halfway through the, like uh, the episode where they like reintroduced him and right. he was doing the unit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't until he got face to face with that guy again that I was like, oh, that's why you're important. Because I did forget who he was. Yeah. He just showed up. I was like, and who's this guy now? And I was like, oh, that's right. We did mm -hmm. see him already, but not for very long and just in a flashback. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, and who was he working with? What was his what was his plan? Do we know even? I think he just wanted to wait out the flux, you know, like he was just positioning himself to yeah. not die but in the end it was always going to end up at atropos so hanging out on earth was never going to save him for too long yeah what was atropos was that the time planet? that's the place where time exists. why did they all just go there why were we there halfway through the season and then we left oh. when that's and then the climax happens on earth like why didn't we just do it over there why was earth even in a factor i don't know other than it's know. doctor who and yeah, the earth, earth is has always, to be a factor, yeah. but yeah. When then we got the um, was it basically the ood, <laughs> the, the ood and the planet of the dead saying, Your time is coming, doctor. Mm -hmm. And so, time itself said, Hey, your time is coming. <laughs> Why didn't <laughs> you time say, is like, running out? I, I'm, I'm running out for you, I'm, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm coming from you. I'm coming for you. Sure. You know, I just zapped those two, I just took care of them. Because they failed me, apparently, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you oh, too. What? You too, kid. Yeah. <laughs> it makes about as much sense as a weeping angel that apparently works like a TARDIS driving a TARDIS. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Why did, the tar why did the weeping angel need to take a TARDIS to time travel to go... Wait. So what? the right. that weeping angel brought them back in time because of the gal that was in that city. But I don't remember why. But wasn't oh, oh because that, that angel, yeah, that angel was a fugitive. Remember uh -huh. the one that was that hijacked the TARDIS and was like, "I need you to come back here because, because I used I'm to be part of the division and they're hunting me. So uh -huh. I need you to take I need to take you where they all are." But she was in. Wasn't she in that chick's head though? Yes. So oh, how yes. Is she yeah, you're right. No, I'm, I got this backwards again. See, no, it's I know. I don't so think confusing. You, I don't think you do. I think you're right. Yeah. She, she did hijack the TARDIS to go back there, or the, the angel did. Uh huh. But I think it was also supposed to be the angel that was hiding in the lady's head. Yeah, they don't even know what's going on. Yeah. And if that angel was like, you know what? I gave him something better than me. I give a. I give him you, the doctor. Why don't you just drive the TARDIS right there? Just skip it and go right to the division. Right. Just steal the TARDIS and go. And wouldn't that have always been the plan? We could have, we could have shaved off an entire episode and a companion or two. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then we couldn't take them later and plug them into a Santarin chair and tell them to tell them the date of the flux for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to pluck that out of your brains from 1906. Mm -hmm. Although I did appreciate that whole thing set up 
a great line where the Subtarian's like, what is he say? Prepare for the psychic load. Or yes. Oh, my God. That was the, I laughed out loud at that one. I was like, don't name anything psychic load ever again. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Oh. Yeah. Prepare for the psychic load. The name of your next album. <laughs> the psychic load. The psychic load. <laughs> oh man yeah that's that's doctor who for you but hey we got we got another dalek episode they clearly weren't all destroyed right <laughs> but they were <laughs> but were <Again>. they <laughs> all of the daleks have been destroyed over and over and over again <laughs> Yeah. Also, the Earth was was under Santaran occupation for how many years? Like, basically since Roman times, uh, <laughs> or or something. And then, uh, like the next day, Dan's just give it, sneaking into museums and giving Liverpool tours again. That's the thing. Like it just <laughs> like, like nothing happened. It hit reset without actually hitting reset. Yeah. Like it was so lazy, yeah. it couldn't even bother to like, like reset it. Thanos like snap. Who cares? In Doctor Who, this stuff happens all the time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Don't worry. It's basically just a sitcom at this point. Let me tell you about how the Beatles lived here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, and then poor Dan can't even get a date. Which I mean. To be fair, they both like went on galaxy spanning missions for the course of like several years. I mean, it's like maybe I don't maybe I don't need to get a drink with you anymore. That's a good you know, that's a good point. I was I was a little off put. I was like, why is she why is she she seemed like she seemed super strong and she was with it and she like figured all this stuff out and then when like he was there she, she seemed like traumatized by it. And okay, maybe she was traumatized, but it just didn't gel with like, maybe she's not interested. That's fine. Right. But her attitude didn't gel with how she had come across. I felt the last few scenes. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, part of the problem with the doctor is you travel through space and time doing crazy stuff. And then the things you used to like, just don't seem like they matter anymore. That's why everybody's so sad. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, well, my cars broke down. Well, once I was on you know, Pluton with the king of Neptune or I don't know, you know, whatever. <laughs> and Dan's like, my house is in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know where I'm going to sleep tonight. I, <laughs> oh, and so the doctor shows up and is like, hey, you want to come? And he's like, I got nowhere else to go. No, really. <laughs> I'm homeless. Or here it is. That's why the first thing they do is they pointed him to the where the bedrooms are. Right, yeah. Needs, that's what like, he, needs. he needs a place to sleep. I don't have a place. Fine. I hate eating soup. That's why I won't take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll starve. <laughs> I'm not horrible. I don't soup? like soup. Soup is horrible. No, too, it's too wet. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's salty. It's wet. No, not for this guy. Not for this Liverpool aficionado. <laughs> yep. So you know you know what else is salty? <laughs> Other than this show? Yeah. What else is it? What what's the I would be amazed to find out. 
All right. Well, me too. Some scientists just found a grass in Australia that sparkles and tastes like salt and vinegar. Isn't that fascinating? <laughs> that that is amazing, and that was a great segue. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me think of uh, sparkly demons that know time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. Uh, it's one of the several grasses that uh, is native to I, at least Australia, but I think maybe some other places too. But this one is specifically australia um and there's two of them actually and they have uh like resin or something that leaks out of them like a liquid um and then it'll like you know goop up and uh it helps keep them hydrated in the middle of the desert and whatnot well that goopy stuff apparently one of the scientists got some on his hand and then licked it or something i don't know but he's like oh it's just like salt and vinegar and so, <laughs> so everybody starts licking their fingers and they're like oh it just tastes like salt and vinegar so uh that's the moral of the story is <laughs> taste your hand every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> except maybe not in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> yep i think randall yeah i think you were muted there yeah yeah i think you're muted it's unfortunate because that was the best thing I said all of <laughs> And I'm not going to repeat it. No, it wasn't. Good. I'm a little glad it was muted. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, a bad joke. It'll make it'll make making those nasty chips easier, I bet. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> the, I'll the eat some salt and vinegar the grass vinegar, chips. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I like it. Some I'm pickle amazed. grass. Mm. Nasty. Australian pickle grass. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that sounds good or not. <laughs> no, it doesn't to me. Sounds like a band name, though. I love me some Australian pickle grass. Mm-hmm. I thought, they I thought so you guys folksy. would. They were really good on the Van Warp tour. <laughs> I thought you guys would enjoy that one. Uh, yeah. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. They do acknowledge in the article that it's a dumb thing to do to, to just taste some stuff. <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> but, that's good. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem very scientist-like. I mean, I guess maybe it, like, it is. <laughs> like the very first time anyone tried arsenic or like, oh, I just yeah. licked my hand. I didn't think anything would go wrong. It tasted pretty bitter, and then I died. I mean, stuff like that happens a lot. Look at, like, Madame Curie, you know? You're, you know, oh, I glow now. Cool. And then, you know, and then you get cancer. It just, yeah. it's how science works. It's true. It's true. Scientists, scientists aren't that smart. It's just there's enough of them to record what happened to the one before that. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Bill, I feel weird. You better start taking notes. That's fascinating. <laughs> How weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jesse, got anything exciting coming up? Going on? Going down? No. <laughs> not even a single thing no just just living your life yeah, living yeah. Your life. <laughs> yeah nah, nope not my best life just, <laughs> just a life, life. <laughs> you know one of a million that could fit in a passenger vessel <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> i could feed some ravagers for a minute <laughs> Uh, do, you, do you think that the, those what are they called passengers? Do you think those are based on the same thing that uh, the hell from when Clara was a thing? You know, where, where Danny Pink ended up that like little ball that had that was supposed to be hell and had all the people in it. Well, that was based on TARDIS technology because mm-hmm. uh, the master was creating mm-hmm. hell. Right. Do you think they're it's similar? Maybe yeah, built, potentially. Yeah. Built upon that. 
It may have been the beta, the beta test for yeah. TARDIS hell. <laughs> that still doesn't make sense either. <laughs> no. Because it wasn't, she wasn't gathering people. She was actually taking people after they died in there somehow, like right. uploading yeah, their true. consciousness. Doctor Who's full of problems all the yeah, time. Yeah, it, it is doesn't true. matter what era. And you can't kill the Cybermen. They can be your tears. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No one's killing the Cybermen ever again. That's weeping the angels. They could be weeping angel tears. If Dusty. they cried. <laughs> Cyber nanobots. <laughs> right. That's the problem with like constantly trying to like add new stuff and one up. Eventually it gets so ridiculous that you just have to be like, um, forget all that. Forget all that. Super fast, super speed, nanotechnology <laughs> can infect you through a raindrop Cybermen? No. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Evil has haunted this town for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evil cyber dies tonight. <laughs> By the way, if you guys ever start crying like dust and uh, you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. particles, maybe go see a doctor. Don't That's true. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like I think there's something wrong with my retina. I keep. That's like the people that get marble. By, it reminds me of the people that get bit by a zombie. Like pull their sleeve down. Nobody needs to know about this. Really? really? <laughs> yeah, right, right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I ran it under a cold tap. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got antibiotical soap. Uh, well, I don't have anything else to say either. Nope. This is a weird episode. That's okay. They're all weird episodes. Hey, you guys know if you uh if you wanted to write, if you wanted to be a writer for mm-hmm. Doctor Who or really anything, but specifically if you wanted to be a writer of comic books and you needed some like comic book fonts and whatnot, you could go to Humble Bundle. They have a Humble Bundle right now that has a whole bunch of comic book fonts and Ooh. how to draw mangas and whatnot. That that'd be a great bundle you could get if if you uh if you knew anybody that were humble partners. Fortunately, Jesse, they do. They know us. They do know us. And if you want to like help us out and also get yourself some comic book fonts, I didn't know that bundle existed. I'm going to look at it. That sounds yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Go to uh, com slash humble. That's mm-hmm. our affiliate link. That'll redirect you to uh, humble.com. But, you know, add our little affiliate mojo juice. Doesn't cost you any extra. And we get a little kickback. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some goes to charity too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Most of it should go to charity. You can still change the amount, just so you know. Uh, they tried to hide that for a while and people got upset. But um, yeah, you can adjust how much goes to Humble, how much goes to the companies supp- supplying the whatever you're buying or donating to get, mm-hmm. and how much goes to us and how much goes to charity. Always give charity a bunch. Yes. More than us, even. More than us, even. We did also mention Paul, who is an, who is conspicuous by his absence, but he is probably preparing a big event. Uh, if you wanted to find Paul and his big events, uh, where what what kind of website could he go to for that? I bet he'd. I bet you'd want to go to a, a podcast network, a podcast network that carries Paul's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds it, likely. Coincidentally, if you go to electronicmediacollective.com, You'll also find us mm-hmm. because that wow. is a podcast network we're on. 
uh, yeah, go there. Find, listen to us. Listen to Paul's two show, three shows. Paul's one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moose's Monster Mash. Just Bullspit or Bullspit with Moose. Bull. I think that's something right. about Bullspit. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, he also the Zubily co- Zoo podcast. The Zubily mm-hmm. Zoo podcast with uh, Moynihan Lookout yeah. Bear. Yeah, and go check out his advent of music or not music of of podcast horror right yeah horror advent sounds awesome i thought yeah i thought humblebundle.com not humble.com my bad it's okay did you guys ever get those those little calendars with the chocolates and stuff in them did you guys ever do that ours never had anything cool in them they were just like little like you'd pop it open and it would Mm -hmm. reveal a picture or something oh my neighbors had them i never had them when I was little, uh, but they started doing them for my nieces and nephews, and I want to steal their all of their candy because it has candy in it. Biggest graphics bundle too. What is it? <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for those. I don't need <laughs> right? it. Right? You don't need it. I don't need it. I've got. I freaking got the Adobe Creative Cloud now. But man, right. there's oh, there's so many fonts. <laughs> Epic Lutz. Actually, no, I probably have a bunch of those from the last time. That's right. Don't <gasps> mystery look at product it. number one, two, and three. Oh, God, I can't. I want, an, I want Not a it. mystery. Not a mystery. 50, pa- 50 paper texture backgrounds. Those are actually <laughs> and Those are super actually useful, yeah. So useful, man. Yeah. Because otherwise, you got to like search all over for those. And some, you know, your mileage may vary on, on what you can find for free. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. All lovely. Find it at Humble Bundle. And let's wrap it up. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody, for uh, watching. Thanks, future mm-hmm. podcast listeners, for listening. Uh, if you want to find more, go to GrawlixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. I can't say the URL without spe- spelling it like that now. It's just, like, encoded into my brain. Yep. Uh <laughs> we ever change our podcast name, I'm still going to just spit out the Grolix every time. <laughs> hey, you'll just have to refer to, it'll be, we'll just, it'll do, you know, I don't know, like nerdsounds.com has a nice mm-hmm. ring to it. I, I wonder where that goes. Ring. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to, uh, a curious listener might want to type that in and see where that goes. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's not weird. That's bad acting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's acting, sucker. <laughs> to Juilliard! Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, the Grolix Podcast live show. Be sure to check out our weekly live streams available at grolixpodcast.com slash live. Currently, we stream Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. For links, once again, go to grolixpodcast.com slash live. Kill the Cybermen, they can be your tears.